Hello, 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 everyone. It's been a moment. I missed y'all. This is Let's Talk 1943. I am your host, Regina Smithwick. And before we get started, I just wanted to um, introduce our guest for this evening. We have Dr. Michelle Hannon, and she is amazing. She's going to talk to us today about emotional healing, as well as uh, talking about her program calling Seth Vows. Y'all going to love this program. It's amazing. Something that I have never saw or heard before. So you want to say hello to our guest before we get started, Dr. Michelle? Hi, everybody. And I am so ready for Let's Talk. Yes, it's ready. And as y'all always know, my partner in crime, the producer of the show, Carla Morgan. Hi. And Ooh, we <laughs> I know it's been a minute, right? It seemed like we haven't been here for a minute. I yes. just like, okay, what's going on here? So, but we're gonna go ahead and get started. So, as we always say, let's talk. So as we do always, we always start with a prayer. So I'll go ahead and open it up this evening. Give me a moment. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for another episode of Let's Talk 1943 that we are here to empower, motivate, and uplift our audience. And as we talk to Dr. Michelle today, I'm just hoping that we'll touch and open up people's minds, hearts, and spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So we're going to go ahead into this. I had talked to Dr. Michelle um, several months ago, and she really is a beautiful spirit, but she really has some great information to help us women out when it comes to our emotions. So we're going to start with the emotions first, and we're going to go into her great program. So um, Dr. Michelle, can you just tell me your why? Why did you feel it was important for us to kind of with uh, healing our emotions, our emotional healing? It's just necessary. It's necessary to navigate through everything that you are connected to in life, whether that's career, whether that is family, um, your intimate relationships, your friendships. If you are not connected or you have not made the commitment to emotionally heal, then you take you, in every relationship, even if you decide to move to a whole nother country, a whole nother state, you are coming with you. So <laughs> if you don't stop to just deal with whatever it is, and um, I know it's a lot of courage, but if you don't stop to do that, you are going to continue to see the mirror of your pain in every single relationship even in your career, because that's a relationship as well. And if you don't like your career, then you need to start working on an exit plan, right? <laughs> because you will show up in relationships not liking your career and they will feel, feel, uh, feel that frustration, that anger, that feeling of, oh, I feel dismissed, I feel mm -hmm. unseen. So that's really important as well too. 
So when you're your emotions, I think a lot of us, when we hear the word emotion, we talk about it in songs. We talk about it just like a fly by word, like emotions, I'm emotional and all that. But emotions really kind of steers and gears what's going on with you on the day to day, you know, day to day outcome or day the day to day um, hustle, like what you're going through every day. Right. So when you have emotions that are not healed, you're not your best, you're not your best self. Right. You're not your best Absolutely. self. Absolutely. And and look at the word emotional. What word is in emotional? What word can you see that's in emotional? Motion. Motion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So even when I hear men say, uh, you know, I don't want to be connected to emotional. Like I'm not an emotional man. Like I don't want to feel that because that means that I'm weak. If I say I'm emotional, Mm -hmm. women are emotional, right? But what you're really saying is, is that women then are in motion. We are always in motion with our feelings. That means we are moving, you know, and sometimes we do get stuck, but I would rather be emotional knowing that I'm moving through it and I'm growing through it Mm -hmm. than to just not feel anything. So even a lot of my male clients, um, it warms my heart that at the end of kind of our program, they are like, I'm emotional and that's okay. I'm like, yes, it is. (laughs) You gave them permission to be emotional, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, As we go on for this evening, Let's Talk Family, um, please comment and um, give us some questions if you have for Dr. Hannah. You know, one thing about the show that I love is I've been blessed to get some great, great resources on this show. And these people Mm -hmm. that come on charges a lot of money to give the information they're giving out free here. So, you know, take advantage of this moment. You you know, if you have a a question or you want to know about emotional or you always wanted to know something about healing, this is your time. This is your time. So let's hit the comments and hopefully you'll get your answer today. So, um, okay. So let's talk about this, Dr. Michelle. You have a a thing about overcoming fear and pain. So when you have this emotional part, like you said, the male you deal with. So anyone you deal with in your practice, what is... Give us a key of getting over emotional, I mean, fear and pain. Like, how will you start that off? Like, how do we, um, how do we begin overcoming fear and yes. pain? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Okay. So the first step is self-awareness. You know, do I have pain? Do I have fear? Right. And then the second part of that is identifying that fear, identifying that pain. And then once you've identified it, then you have to even ask yourself, you have to self-reflect. What am I willing to sacrifice? What am I willing to give up to absolutely reconnect back to self and to go deeper? So what that means is that maybe you need to take a break from social media. Maybe you need to take a break from even just friendships. And if they're really friends, they will understand you saying, hey, I need to take a step back just to reconnect to myself and really work out some things. You don't have to say what it is because a real friend will understand what that means. And if you decide to open up and share that when you're ready, then that's okay too. So once you go into that deep self-reflection, I think in that moment is when you decide maybe this thing is so big for me that I need some help to Mm. get through this. I need some tools to get through this. We have some wonderful books out there. I read a lot, but I think that um, 
reading books is definitely it empowers you and it teaches you a lot of different things. But I also think that sometimes you just need someone like, you know, a human being to look at, to know that they connect with you, that they are guiding you through your process and that they are helping you with the tools that maybe you've even read about. And so I think that is the point of self-reflection that you figure out, okay, do I need some extra help? Extra help, what does that look like? Um, that look that could look like psychotherapy. That mm-hmm. could look like coaching. It could look like um, um, psychiatry, you know, because sometimes we, um, we do need to go through uh, certain tests to see if maybe there is um, something that needs to be diagnosed. That's a little bit more deeper than mm-hmm. just, oh, I just hired, you know, a coach or I just, and not just like, it's not a big deal. It's, it's amazing. We have amazing coaches. I totally believe in coaching, but I do think that sometimes you may need to even go a little bit deeper to figure out, is there something that maybe you need to to have a diagnosis for. And maybe there's meds that may be involved to kind of balance that out for you. And so once you determine that, then you start to work through your stuff. Mm -hmm. And when you're working through your stuff, um, you have to make the commitment to be honest. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to hire somebody, whomever that is, Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to really be helped or it to be it to benefit you if you are not honest. I also think it's important that whatever that space is, that you feel safe and that you're not still trying to put up the fake self so that, oh my gosh, if they hear this, they're going to start judging me. And so when you feel safe, you're not worried about judging. You're just like, here it is. Here's all the stuff. Now help me to walk Mm -hmm. through this, help me to go through uh, whatever the situation is to overcome that fear, to overcome that pain. And don't put a time limit on it. Don't like say, okay, uh, am I going to be fixed in four weeks? Is this going (laughs) to take six weeks? You know? Um, And and sometimes we get used to that microwave mentality that we think that even our self-work should be, okay, put it in four minutes, take it out. I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. But no, this is like it, if if let's just say, for example, you're 40 years old. Well, mm-hmm. it's taking you 40 years to yeah. get to where you are. So it's not going to take four minutes or four weeks to fix that. So I think just being very patient with yourself going through that process and not putting a time limit on it. When you start to feel better, when you um, think about that pain and it doesn't make you cry anymore, or you go down that street to, you know, that that ex-boyfriend or that ex-husband and you look up and you're at the end of the street and you're like, wait, what? I just went down this street and I don't feel anything and I'm just still smiling. I think that's what then lets you know, yeah, you're healing, you know, or you've healed over that. So I think those are some pointers to get your listeners started Mm -hmm. into overcoming pain or overcoming your fear. And one thing you had said at the beginning was about reading and I would vouch for that. 
reading really opened up my mind and really opened my thoughts and opened up my receivers to receive something different because you have to get yourself out of old habits and old things and old thoughts and processes. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is to open your mind to something new. So like you were saying earlier, if you're not ready to, to receive something new, it doesn't matter what we or anyone says to you, you're not going to receive it and it's going to go over your head. So you have to be able to say, okay, um, I'm tired of being sick and tired and I'm ready to do something different because what I'm doing is not working. That's when you'll get to the point you'll, you'll go ahead and, and read and start soaking in these new belief systems. And, you know, that's something I'm really an advocate for is new processes, belief systems and new thoughts, because we are so stuck, like you said, in this, this rat race. And then when you don't get it as fast, like you said, it's microwavable. It people that's kind of like, well, I'll just stay here. I'll just keep riding in that little wheel because I don't want to do nothing new or it's going to take too long to change. Yeah. But you're doing something that you're not happy, obviously. So what's the time? If God gives you the breath, you're going to still be here four years from now. Or So what's it, why not be here being a new person than being here and being the same person you're not happy with? Also, Absolutely. I, also yeah. I also think sometimes it takes people to go through that rat race and finally be like, you know what? I'm tired. Like yeah. you said. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. what happened to me, you know, with work and everything. I got tired of the same thing over and over again, these jobs, the same thing. I need something different. I finally was like, I can't do it anymore. I can't go back to that. <laughs> what else, you know, what else can I do? And yeah, that was very emotional for me, for sure. Yeah. And I think you have to ask yourself too, um, what happens if I don't change this? Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, you know, you were just getting tired. You were getting just burnout, you know, where it's just like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. So then when you ask yourself that question, what happens if I don't change? Sometimes mm -hmm. when you really think about that and you reflect on that, that should probably motivate you enough to say, oh, wow, I don't, I don't want that. You know, yeah. I don't want to just then be completely burnt out where I don't feel like doing anything. I don't yeah. feel like showing up for any title in my life, you know? Right. 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 Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true, Carla. And I, the fear is really a real thing. I'm mm -hmm. telling you that fear gets mostly everybody. Like, I think a lot of people want, they'll see something or see other people doing it and they want to do it. But they are so scared of the unknown and they want to see the whole picture painted before they go into it. And yeah. it's like you're not going to see nothing but the first footstep in front of the other footstep. That's all you're guaranteed. You're not guaranteed nothing else. And you have to be able to go out on faith. And that's what a lot of people don't like, the faith. They want to be able to say, well, tell me exactly what's going to happen. Am I going to be successful? I'm going to make this money. I'm going to be here. I'm going to. I can't. I can't tell you that. But what I can tell you is you'll be here next year. I can tell you that. That's a guarantee. <laughs> That's a guarantee. You're going to be right here next year. But if you just go out there and try something new, the worst thing could happen, right, Dr. Michelle, is you'll be back where you at now. That's the worst thing could happen. So you already know the familiar. So why not try it? There's nothing going to happen. But you being where you at right now. And I think you say like that, I think some people maybe it click, hopefully, that nothing could go, go worse than what you're in right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you said something about faith, you know, but 
The other part of that is faith without works is dead. So you have to connect to the action of something, right? right. I can have the faith, but it's really that action and that follow through. And so, yeah, you don't know what's on the other side. We don't know what's on the other side of tomorrow or of the next moment. We just have the faith that, oh, I'm going to wake up and then I'm just going to do the same thing that I did yesterday. Well, that's you having faith because you know what? You don't have to wake up. So just life is not promised to you. So yes, it may be scary what's on the other side. Of course it is. Of course it's a risk for what's on the other side. But you already see, like Regina said, you already see what you're dealing with. You already see on the side that you're on. So Mm -hmm. you know what that is, whether you're familiar with it or not. How about getting unfamiliar? And let's see what that looks like. Exactly. Exactly. It's easy said, easy said than done sometimes. You you know, I I think for, I mean, I know me and Carla has been through a lot of changes the last two years and we see the other side. So it's Mm -hmm. like, we be trying to tell people like, man, join us. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. It's, I mean, it's work, but the freedom that you get to do this or do that, or, you know, the the Uh things that you do, it's like, it's mind blowing how your processes are now. When you look back and go, remember when we used to be like this and be like that. And then, you know, even though people see you, that's another thing. Even I would say for you too, because, you know, you're successful, you have books, you, um, you have your program we're about to get into. And it could be people still in your circle that sees all of that and they still scared to do it. You like, I'm doing it. I'm showing you I'm able to do it. So why are you scared? You got an example right here, a good friend or a family member, and they still will be scared. That's amazing to me. Yeah, but you know, and I, I totally get that because that's a question that I've asked myself over and over again, just about, you know, different conversations that I've had with people. Mm-hmm. But I also want to be completely just transparent and authentic in this moment. Mm-hmm. There are projects that I have on the table that um, my husband just asked me today. He said, what's, you know, what's going on with you? Because um, he could see my expression. Um, and I said, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. I'm scared, you know, Um it's a lot. It's a lot to take in, you know, and it doesn't matter how much schooling I've had, doesn't matter how much I've overcome. I'm a cancer survivor. So many different things of my journey that I've been through. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, sometimes that that voice does creep up within me. Like, can you really do this? You know, can you uh, can you be successful in this? And what I have found is that we have all kind of, well, not all of us, but a lot of us have been, you know, brought up to believe that being successful is connected to career, is connected to money, is connected to materialistic things, is connected to if you're a mother or not a mother, if you're married or you're not married. Um, And what I have found at this point in my life that... In this moment, none of that really matters to me right now. What really matters to me more than anything is that success for me is peace. Success for me is good health. Um, I suffer from pudental neuralgia. So my pain levels 
sometimes go from between a seven and a 10. That is like become my norm. And it's not normal. It's not where I want to be. But it is also something that I am fighting through. As a matter of fact, I have a procedure um, in the morning that I have to go through. Very painful. I have to go through those things every six weeks. And every two weeks, it's like um, a set of three procedures. And so thinking about that and thinking how painful that is, what I would really love in this moment that would be successful is that I'm down to a pain level of like four would be nice, <laughs> you know? And so for most people, they're like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? A pain level of four? Well, yeah, because I suffer between a seven and a nine. Um, and when it's really bad, I'm at that, that 10 of where you feel like almost you're, you're going to be going unconscious because the pain is so bad. So I think success, we have to start defining that in a different way in terms of what does it mean to us in terms of success. And for me, just authentically right now, peace and good health would be amazing to me. I mean, it really would be. But like you were saying, Regina, like it still gets scary for me. But you know what? Um, it's much more scarier than if I don't do it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> we both call it. <laughs> yeah. That is so true. I hear that. You hit me on that one. Yeah. That is so true. Right. Um, you just, you just, I just had a humble moment right there when you just said what you said, Dr. Michelle. Yeah, it's we not easy. Want, we all want, you know, what mm -hmm. we see on these social medias and, you know, you want to bling out and be the boss woman and have the bag and, you know, all these terminologies that's out here now and that's supposed to be success. And mm -hmm. just to hear what you said is, I just don't want to have pain. I just don't want to deal with health issues. I just don't want to feel like I'm going to pass out when I come out the hospital. Right. You know, and I and I feel you because I had a, a health scare this last November that I had to get five blood transfusions. Mm. Yeah, so I I literally almost fainted out in that hospital because I lost so much blood at one at one time. And when you go through things like that, and I believe God takes you through this because He He's going to deliver you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I believe that He gets you to a point because He wants you to see how precious life is and for you to see to let go of all the crazy bull crap because it's not that important it really isn't and he lets you see that now i need you to go out there and make something happen you know what i'm saying like that hustle comes from pain that hustle yeah. comes from that like pain right. you know yeah. when we go through uh everything from divorces or uh losses or whatever it's supposed to help you grow not to yeah. baffle you and not to make you not do anything. It's supposed to make you do more because you see the value in it now. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And purpose. Purpose comes from pain. Yes. Yes. You know? So, and it's not easy to be authentic, but I preach authenticity so much that I hold myself accountable every day. And trust me, those types of things I struggle with. I don't really want to say it um, because it's, it's painful, you know? Mm -hmm. But I have to say it because that's just really what is going on. And I know social media sometimes could, it could be bad and it could be good. You know, because a lot of things that we see on social media, I mean, it's, it's a scam, you know? It's not, yeah. it's not true, you yeah. know? 
Yes, absolutely. But a lot of times people start connecting to the lie and mm -hmm. then they start wanting to build their life on, on the lie. Yep. You know, why? And so we have to, I think that people that are in this industry and just that do what you do have to create more shows about um, that it's okay. It's, it's scary. Okay. But it's okay to be authentic and to tell the truth because you will help more people with yeah. telling the truth than you will with all the things that are fleeting. Like, you know, cars and houses now don't get me wrong i i love bags i love shoes <laughs> and you know i love fast cars you know <laughs> I, I i love those things you know they're cool but if someone said to me okay we're gonna give you all of this just all the things my heart desire and then said or you could not be in pain for the rest of your life and you could go back to being active like you usually are hands down. Yeah. They can have their house, they can have their cars and all that because the one thing about it, I know how to make money. I know how to reinvent myself. You can't mm -hmm. take that away from me. Nope. But right. the one thing that I don't have any control over right now, um, other than doing what the doctors tell me to do, is when um, my episodes happen. So at that point, I'm just trying to to deal with what it is and speaking to myself and speaking to the pain. It's like, okay, I feel you. It's okay. We don't have to, you know, go up to, to a 10. We can stay right here at a seven and let me try to get you down, you know, to a five or to a four. Like I have to talk to my body like that. And one thing about it, we just don't realize how much power we actually have yes. and the power of the tongue and what we confess and what we, we visualize and what we manifest. Yeah. And so we have to to have that special relationship with ourselves because somebody else may not understand it like you do in terms of your pain. They could feel bad for you. They could pray for you, which is wonderful, but you're you. So you better have that intimacy with you. Oh man, yeah. you hit you, yeah, you hit it with that Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Woo! Yeah. It, it, it kind of makes you realize what's really important in life. Just yeah. what's really important in life. Mm -hmm. I think I went through a lot of changes and I was in that hospital. I I, I mean, me and God had a lot of conversations. Mm -hmm. I, I I understand that when people go through stuff like that, you know, and for the strength of them to come out and still, you know, not complaining, yeah. still living, you know, and for you to what you just said was like, I talked to my pain. I never heard that before. I said, no. listen, um, we can work this out. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't mm -hmm. take it down. Like, I, I'm, I'm really, really trying to work, advocate for both of us. So I need you to take it down. And your body mm -hmm. will listen because you talk yep. to your body. Your body will listen. Absolutely. And a lot of times with pain, pain is just a signal. It's actually your friend in a way because your pain signals you and tells you something is not right. Something is going on. Even with pain a lot of times is connected with stress, at least the, the pain that I go through. Um, stress right. is something that really causes my pain to go up. So with that being said, even in my career, there are certain clients that I cannot take because they are not my assignment and double downing on that. They're not my assignment based on the situation that I'm in. So I just cannot um, take a chance 
on that, you know, sending me into an episode because I really do care about my clients. I, I mean, I, I feel it in my heart. I want them to be okay so much. And mm -hmm. sometimes there are certain clients that are not ready. So mm -hmm. I don't have the capacity at this time for that. So I, I have to say no, I have to, um, uh, refer them to someone else. And I also want to say this for all my entrepreneurs, it is okay to fire yourself from a client, to fire your client <laughs> and keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that, that, that's something, you know, that, yeah, <laughs> he says, okay, to fire. <laughs> it yeah. is, you know, when, I guess, you know, and um, Carla could talk more about that. Um, when you have clients and stuff, you know, you, you kind of, think that you got to take on everyone because you just don't, you try to build and, you know, you don't want to be scared of not letting somebody go because you're like, well, shoot, if I let them go, you know, what's going to happen? So that fear and that faith and jumping out, you got to realize you, you did this for a reason because you wanted to be free and you wanted to be happy. So you don't want to do what you did at your job. Right. Your job didn't have options, but now as an entrepreneur, you do. Yep. Yeah. You have options. Yep. So, Carla, we got a couple of comments. We'll go ahead and, and um, have those up there, and then we'll go um, back to talk to Dr. Michelle. Sure, absolutely. We have Yolanda Ritchie. Hello, Yolanda. Hello, Yoli. She says, what happens if I don't change this? So important to reflect on. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. That that don't change is going to put you back to where you're at. And if you're there, you're not missing nothing. So go ahead and try it. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, Melvina Beasley says, "Yes, fearing is so paralyzing, and so true. Faith, uh, so true. Faith is key. God is just waiting for us to take the first step." I once heard someone say, "When the student is ready, the teacher will come." When I yes. am aligned with God, He always shows up. That is that, that, that Melvina. That's that is absolutely. Oh, oh my gosh. I say that all the time. When the student is ready, the teacher will come. Yes. Yep. Love that. Yeah. Yep. And that kind of tells you everything about life, right? Like the yes. like God is always there. He's never leaves and forsakes us. Never. He yes. just waits for us. Yep. He yes. just waits for us. Because we, mm -hmm. we live in free will. You know, people are like, well, why did this happen to Because it's free will. But he's yes. waiting for you because he gave you the book to gave you the instructions on how it works. And when you're ready to follow the instruction, he's sitting there waiting for you. He's very sad. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yolanda Ritchie says, if you are not doing what you love, finding purpose in what you do, you are truly wasting time, which translates yeah. to wasting your life. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. The reason yes. why we were born is basically for purpose. Purpose. So once you find what that, and I, and I say find because uh, that's what a lot of people say. You find your purpose. I actually don't believe that. I believe that your purpose is something that the, the your being always knows. Mm -hmm. And then what you do, though, is you unleash your purpose. Right. right? So once yeah. we know, OK, this is my purpose. Now, what am I going to 
to do about it. I am going to unleash it, which is so powerful. And so your purpose is not in a box. Your purpose is, I truly believe, it's supposed to be global. So that I am thankful to social media because mm -hmm. you can be speaking to someone in India, yes. Australia, yes, you know, so easy. You yeah. just like this right here, you know, you can reach so many people in the world. So there is no excuse mm. why when we know what our purpose is, we need to think globally. Stop mm. thinking that it's just in a box. You don't think that pe people that don't even speak the same language as you do, all they have to do is put, translate, push, translate <laughs> right. right, and right. then they can connect with you and connect with your vision and connect with your purpose. And we don't even speak the same language. And one more thing I want to say about speaking the same language, when you are on a high frequency and when someone is on a lower frequency, Ooh. you will have static. The ego, go. When the eagles are flying <laughs> high, the yes. eagle at top flight will only see another eagle. So you're That's not going to see a pigeon in the sky with the ego. You're not going to see a chicken in the sky <laughs> with the ego. Now, I'm not saying that the chicken doesn't have a purpose or the pigeons don't have a purpose. But at the end of the day, if I know that my life is based on being an ego, then whoever I see at top flight, that is going to be another ego. If you could bear with me for just one second, I got to say this because it's really no, go good. Ahead. No, you got Go that ahead. are that are thinking about dating or you uh -oh. are dating so let me tell you something about the female ego okay. when she is thinking about who she's gonna date or who is going to be her mate who's gonna be her husband right mm -hmm. what she will do see she actually has a few exercises so she will fly up you know a little bit higher and she'll drop a little stick and then if he catches that stick before it falls, she said, okay, let me go ahead and go a little higher. Let me drop a bigger stick. Then he comes and he catches it, right? She said, okay, here's the last one. I'm going to go at top flight and then I'm going to drop something that is almost as big as a log, okay? And, he, and she drops that, that log down and he catches it. Now, the ones that don't catch it, that's what, you know what she says. She says, oh, if he can't catch the stick when it falls, if he can't catch a bigger stick when it falls, or he can't catch this big log when it falls, how is he going to catch me with all life that, that we go through and all that life brings to me? How is yeah. he going to catch me when I fall? How is he going to be the pillars to hold me up when I'm going through some things? As a matter of fact, how does he be a father to my children if he can't just take the little things in life that happen? That is how the female ego dates. And when she finds the one that can catch that big log and that will do it with maybe not with ease, but even if he struggled a little bit, but he caught it. Right. You know, that's the one that she chooses to be her suitor. So, ladies, stop giving these men all of these chances when they keep dropping, dropping the stick. The stick. <laughs> yes, That's when, look, people, faith value, you know, <laughs> Maya Angelou, 
If people show you who they are, believe you believe them. <laughs> Don't waste your time. Keep it moving. Keep it pushing. You are beautiful. Trust and believe. There will be a whole nother line waiting for you. But you get to choose who yeah. you want to connect to because that life partnership is very important because sometimes you get hooked up with the wrong person and they will have you on a detour. And it may take years to get mm. back on that path that you are actually supposed to be on what you were born to do. So Nothing. I'm sorry, y'all, but I had no, no, to say no, that. Uh -uh. You keep it going. Come on, something Dr. was, was going. really burning, you know, so I know somebody that is on here needed to hear that, you yeah. know. Yeah. Your spirit. That's what you, you, you listening to your spirit. Yep. telling you something. So uh -huh. if there's somebody out there that needed to hear that and I know we need to, every, every show I'm like, oh yeah. Sometimes they're nothing but a distraction and that's what yes. you determine. Absolutely. Yes. And a lot of times with your greatness, you know, I think too, a lot of times mm -hmm. we get tests and we get like situations that we have to prove to ourselves. And sometimes we feel that you have to have this person, even though I'm going to use your analogy, keep dropping the sticks and yeah. they keep missing them, but you're like, well, maybe I, I, I was too high, or maybe I should just move it over to the left, or maybe I should move it over to the right, you know? Like, we use those kind of excuses to try to make it fit, and we literally mm -hmm. give it to him and say, he caught mm -hmm. it, I you know, he didn't catch it, you gave it to him. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You made it yes. easy, right? You made yes. it easy for him. And then you think mm -hmm. everything is culture. No, it's not. You know, we have to really put ourselves first and realize that he has us, and he's going to bring us the right person it's going to be not on your time. It's going to be on his time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we want a microwave life. We want everything right mm -hmm. now. And social media makes us feel that everybody is out there balling. And it's not what you think. It's not. And I'm not trying to say I, I well, wish and hope and pray that they are like that. I, I mean, I do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, sometimes people use that to make the illusion of what they want the world to see, not what's actually really happening. Of so, course, or they leave. They live their life on, uh, based on how many lights that they get when they wake up in the morning, or how many shares, or whatever the case it may be. Right. Mm -hmm. And my thought is that's real. That's a deeper issue of insecurity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because what happens is you give that person too much power. So are mm -hmm. people too much power? So mm -hmm. then if you don't get the amount of likes of what you posted, mm -hmm. then you're totally depressed. Right. You're totally down. And that is all based on someone else. And you don't even know those people. You don't even know their character. You don't even know who you are. Would you want someone uh, or, or depending on this person that gives you a like and their life is like really in shambles? I can't even trust their decision. So why would you trust someone that's just giving you a like and because they didn't like your picture, then you're now depressed. It's giving people too much power. Well, I'm going to give you a little uh, a, a little trick on that. A lot of people who don't like your picture, I, a lot of them like it, but like it too much that they're jealous of it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people, you think that they're not liking your stuff. People look at your stuff all the time and don't hit the like button. Yeah. Oh, just scroll yeah. and just look. And they're like, oh, that's mm -hmm. nice. Oh, that's, you know, that's cool. Or you have mm -hmm. people like, oh, she thinks she's all that and blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah. I'm like, you know. so you got to, like you said, you can't let people shift you on a like or especially wow. us. 
70, 80s babies, we know better. 90s babies, we know better. We ain't had this stuff before. Yes. We yes. know how to live without this stuff. We don't, we yeah. shouldn't get tricked. And, you know, I know the younger ones were born into this stuff, but we know better. And we're the first ones to fall for the shenanigans. We mm-hmm. did not have this stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were just fine. And we lived great without it. So yeah. don't let it change you or shift you and make you feel less than or more than. Mm-hmm. I think what happens in social media either it's going to magnify whatever you are so if you're sure yourself you're going to magnify that if you're not insecurity is going to magnify so anything that you are it just brings it to the 10 power that's all it is Mm -hmm. it doesn't change nothing it just makes it take a little magnifying glass and it it puts it on there your insecurities show more now because you're gonna have before you didn't have nothing this you know we didn't have anything Mm-hmm. And they see you, and they see you. People see everything. They watch you. They don't, doesn't mean just because you don't get a like doesn't mean that they don't see you. If it yeah, asks, it, you know, it is what it is. And you can't base your self esteem on someone liking your picture. You have to know and fortify in yourself that you are beautiful, or whatever you posted means something. Your voice means something. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know, you put something out in the world for people to consume, whether it's good or bad. Most likely, hopefully, it's good. But it is what it is. If people are going to like it or not, that's their own personal stuff. It has nothing to do with yeah, you. Nothing, nothing to do with you. And we got to be we got to be careful and we got to like pay attention. Dr. Michelle gave us some good advice. You got to mm-hmm. pay attention. Why are you posting it anyway? Right. What's right. your motive of posting it? Yeah. Now, you post it to show your family, your friends, you on vacation, you having a good time. You are, That's cool. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. I do it too. But if you're doing it for to get some likes because you want to feel good about yourself, yeah. that's what Dr. Michelle is saying. Because the people who are liking it, why are they liking it? You don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. If they don't have they stuff together. You know, it's like you know, you don't want that spirit on you. Exactly. <laughs> you don't want that on you. So, but but what, what you the- said was true too. It's about you know sometimes people will watch you for years and yep. never like your picture or yep. never make a comment. Yep. And then 10 years later, they're like, or five years later, they're like, I've been watching you for like yep. years. And yep. I think you're so amazing. And you won't even know that they were even watching you because they never said not one word. And it could be because sometimes it is because of envy. Right. Sometimes it's because you are telling the truth and they are not ready for the truth. You know, it could be so many different things. So that's a great point. Yeah, yeah that is. It really is. And that's why I say I have people come to me all the time or people will say, oh, I watched your show and stuff. And it's way, you know, I'm just like, oh, OK. I mean, I'm happy you did, you know, but some people just and it's it's not a law. People, they don't have to hit like. People yeah. can watch stuff and just watch it. And they say, oh, that was great. And keep going. They don't owe anybody anything. Right. I don't think that you should feel obligated to hit a like button. If you don't want to hit it, don't hit it. But it doesn't yeah. mean you don't like it. You're just like, oh, okay, cool. She got married. Oh, that's cool. She got the kids graduated. And you just keep mm-hmm. going. And when mm-hmm. you see them, or you talk to them like, oh, I saw that Johnny graduated from high school. Congratulations. Right. They don't have to hit the like button. That's where the world is at right now. No, so like, they have to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, Kakala, you want to go ahead? We got a couple more comments. Yeah, um, other topic I want to hit real quick before we get out of here. Yeah, um, uh, Kimberly Review says, "Hey, great topic choice. Thank you, hey, Kimberly. Kimberly. <laughs> I haven't heard from you in a minute, girl. How you doing?" <laughs> Yolanda Richie says, so good to hear that I fire clients all the time. LOL. <laughs> for my happiness. LOL. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
only the measles test. Oh, that is good. The stick test. That is good information for our young women. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. This or is that stick. I, I never heard of that. I'm glad. I'm definitely. I'm definitely. I'm gonna pass it on to my younger cousins and stuff. I'm like, y'all. I'll tell y'all the stick story. <laughs> uh, definitely. So we're gonna get into this topic real quick, and um, this is something I really wanted y'all to know about because we have some great things out here in this world that um can really help us in a beautiful, and this is one of them here. Um, this is a self vow. And this is, I'm going to let Dr. Michelle explain her program out and we'll have, um, talk about some things about it. So Dr. Michelle, you want to explain what it is? Yes. Okay. So the self-vows um, actually was birthed from my uh, first book about couples. You know, it was the first book that I actually done connected to couples. My other books were, you know, based on healing, self, my journey and all of that. But it was the first book I did on couples, which was called The Vows. And so once I put that book out, what I realized was the common denominator on why the the marriages were not being successful um, with people is that they didn't take their self vow. So what I do is I look at the traditional vows of, you know, maybe some of you used when you got married, which mm -hmm. is to have and to hold from this day forward for richer, for poor, for better, for worse in sickness and in health to death. Do we part as long as we shall live? And I looked at that and I says, well, wait a minute. If a person has not said to themselves and I'll just use myself for example. I take Michelle to have and to hold from this day forward. So what I'm saying is I have everything about myself, the bad, the good, the ugly, the flaws, the quirks, the everything. I am in acceptance of that from this day forward. That means that I'm not going to stir in the, the things of the past and get stuck there. I am moving forward. And we all know that analogy with a car, right? The windshield is the biggest window on the car. But Lord, if you keep looking back in the rear view mirror all the time, what's going to happen? You can crash or it can be something even more fatal. So even when it comes to in sickness and in health, I think personally, I am wearing that bow out in sickness <laughs> and in health, right? And for some of us that we talked about insecurities and all of that stuff, when we're talking about social media, to love and to cherish cherish means that I, I i cherish me i cherish my happiness i cherish my peace so if i cherish my peace i am not going to keep hanging out with people that are unpeaceful that's what <laughs> i'm not going to do right? right and even to death do i part that means that suicide is not an option for me even if those those uh, uh ideas come because a lot of people are dealing with suicide there are so many people that are taking themselves out it's at an all-time high at this point but what i am saying is i am going to write in michelle to the wheels fall out to death do i part and then we say well as long as I shall live, isn't that kind of like the same thing, Dr. Michelle? Well, no, because that is about living. That is saying that I am committed to live, to be alive, to live in the energy, regardless of what is going on in my life. So can you imagine 
if you took those vows for yourself mm. and then you then uh, got in a relationship and then you fell in love and then you decided to get married. Well, if you took those vows for yourself, you have now taught that person how to treat you, what you will accept, what you won't accept. You yeah. have basically put those boundaries out there of basically I have boundaries for myself. So why wouldn't I not have boundaries with you? Mm -hmm. So that is how the self vows came up. And trust me, my husband was saying to me, you got to write this book. And I said, no, I just wrote the vows. I can't, I can't, I can't do another book. I can't do it right now. And I was fighting it every step of the way. But I am so glad that um, he continued and another friend of mine continued and my mother then continued until I sat down and wrote the book. So with the self vows, it is a program that actually came out of the book and it's from about nine to 12 weeks. And I say nine to 12 weeks because it is some chapters that are a doozy for you. <laughs> Everybody's chapter is different. And I don't let you just go on to the next chapter just because you think you answered the questions. I know when you really need to move on or where we need to stay with it and mm -hmm. lean into it. And so that's why I say from nine to 12 weeks. Um, and then we also have a self-vows retreat. And it is amazing. <laughs> we learn so much every single retreat that it feels like we have to go back to the drawing board, like everyone. But I think that that is what makes them better, that it makes it even more authentic. So it's four days and three nights. Um, we are in California. So right now you're going to have to fly out to California. And we do. We have people all over um, the state that come to the self House retreat. We spoil you. We love you. We really make you feel so good. I don't care if you've been through so much trauma, through heartbreaks, where you wanted him to do a certain things, but he just didn't get it. You know, we mm -hmm. really make you feel really good and spoil you really good. You know, kind of like, you know, how your mom and your dad, there's just no person like that that spoils you in that way and that mm -hmm. loves you in that way. So we try to do the best uh, we can, but you will come and still do your self work. <laughs> so it's not a vacation. Um, <laughs> it is definitely a self vows retreat, but we have an amazing time and we have an amazing amazing ceremony um, that you go through. And what's really beautiful, you really um, connect to sisters. And we, we take that very serious, that it should be for a lifetime. Now, we know that in every family, you may be closer to two of your siblings than you closer to maybe to the other three. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that the other three, if somebody mess with you, they are coming to your defense, <laughs> you know? So right. it just depends on who you connect to. We are all different, but we really do promote um, sisterhood, especially, you know, in the culture, in the black culture, because I have found that just being in so many different um, groups, um, uh, memberships and things of that sort, I have found that that is the place where we really need to focus on, mm -hmm. which is unity. Um, I'm sure that it may happen in, in every you know culture. I can only speak to the one that I am in. And I see that as being a real challenge with us, that mm -hmm. when someone does something that is a friend of mine or a sister of mine, 
I think sometimes I'm more happy than they are for mm. what they just achieved. Because I want to see you own your greatness, own your genius, you know, and then I've seen other times where I've seen someone be so envious and so jealous of someone just because they did the work and then they the outcome was beautiful, you know, so that is something that was really important to me um, in terms of sisterhood. But I have to tell you, you uh, both is that um, I never thought this would happen, but the men are now like, so what's up? You know, when are you going nice. to have a cell files for the men? Excellent. And it is going to come, but I truly feel that, you know, we have our formula of what it is, right? But I feel that I want to connect to some great men that will be able to actually uh, commit and actually connect to men, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm right. not a man, <laughs> okay? Right. Exactly. And um, so that's that. But we do have something that we will be launching called the Friendship Vows. Um, and so our first one, I believe will be in September. And that is where uh, we want to take friends and we are going to nurture that friendship and have some tough conversations that sometimes we need to have with our friends that we don't and mm -hmm. we need to set some boundaries that we haven't mm -hmm. and um so that's going to be very interesting on how that actually uh ends up but i have faith that it'll just be another leg of the the self vows wow this is woo. And, you know when i looked at the website and if you um see it scrolling on the bottom um ladies and gentlemen her website information if you go to the website and look at the self vow she has videos of the uh, weekends that she had she had done several of them and i was looking at them and just to see the women and, and you know and the one thing was so cool about her program is 80 percent of the clothing is actually covered in the fee that she charges so literally everybody wears the same things almost all weekend almost all weekend so 80 percent of it is included inside of the price so that's something you don't have to worry about you could just pack you know your little lay around stuff whatever and the rest of it is taken care of she has you know different levels of the program but there's you know makeup done and you know there's uh dress up and there's the, i mean it's just so beautiful and how the background is and she has it in beautiful areas and i mean I, this is a great thing this is really really good so if anyone's interested in treating themselves to something amazing that's going to benefit and invest in yourself this yeah. is a great program to really do you know a lot of times we are quick to go buy bags and shoes and go to places and benefit other people and paying other people for their entertainment well, won't you take that money and invest it in yourself and look into something like this to change your life? And when you leave out of there that weekend, you come out of there the renewed person. You come out with rejuvenation and things that you never thought that you could do. And you're ready to like, keep the world running, right? So this is a great program. And I'm telling you, go to the website. I'm not exaggerating. I'm telling you, when you see the videos of these women and how they were bonding that weekend, I guarantee you they're still friends today. They have to be. There's no way they just they're not talking today. So I would say, Dr. Michelle, this was a great program um, for what I see and what I see about it. I do recommend it. I definitely do. Carla, you have anything? Uh, no, no more comments tonight. We're good. <laughs> right. Yeah, One so more. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 
Go ahead. I was just going to say one more thing about the website. So the one that is actually scrolling, that's um, my my personal website. Mm -hmm. And absolutely go to that. Some some great goodies there. But you want to go also to the selffiles.com. Okay. So the self files is where um, you get everything self files. So the programs, um, the past retreats, uh, sometimes we'll have promotions on there. Um, sometimes we'll have like little contests. So, you know, you just never know what you might win that is connected to our retreats or connected to our programs. Um, so you definitely want to go there. And you also on IG, you can go to at the self vows retreat. And there you could just literally see everything um, self vows with all of the videos and all of the pictures. And you were talking about the um, what people have to look forward to. And I have to shout out manly hands because i'm telling you when they see those men on the video they're like okay is this the retreat with the men though like so yeah i want to do everything else but are the men coming <laughs> you know? so, so yes they will um they will be there actually our retreat that we just did in um in napa in napa california we could not get manly hands to because it's, you know, getting on a plane, it's equipment. It's just, it was a lot, you know, right. and we couldn't get them to come. I know that I would have never heard the end of that. So for our LA women, they were able to connect with um, the most beautiful manly hands. So professional. Um, if you and Carla ever come to LA, I will personally, um, pay for it and everything so you can really experience it oh my gosh it is such an experience don't tell me that because i'll be talking about oh my flight comes in a flight yeah. comes in, what? <laughs> no for real you have it on you have it on tape so i know I'm telling I you guys know. You be out there and they be like on social media like she really, on that. <laughs> she really wait i sure did yeah <laughs> i will be there best believe you i will definitely be there um, so that's what I wanted to definitely touch on because the, you know, you know, between the book, you know, she's been seen on a, a lot of different shows, different um, networks, all the major networks. She's been talked to about with other um, as a as as a uh, consultant. She knows what she's talking about. So please um, check out her information. And like I told her, I said I am going. I am definitely going. I'm hopefully I can just do the show from there too. And, um, oh, that would be amazing! Yeah, I wanted. Yeah. That. my wheels been turning, so I was yeah. like, I definitely want to talk to you about that because I would love to do our show from there and go through the experience and kind of this kind of block the experience as we go through it and how it's changing us. So that would be great. I think Carla wouldn't mind taking a trip out to LA. Absolutely, <laughs> you and Carla, come on. Matter of fact, yeah. if you do decide to. Um, just as a sidebar, if you decide to just come, come. But if you decide to come to the retreat, um, our next one in uh, Southern California will be in the beautiful Temecula. It is wine country. Ooh, and it is. It is wine country, really. And it is just, oh, it's just, it's scenic, it's beautiful. Um, and you just would have a great time. And 
San Diego, I don't know if you ever heard of San Diego, but San Diego is like 40 minutes away. So you guys stay over like maybe two days over and we'll go to San Diego. And I'm telling you, by the time you go back home, you will be so pumped. We may have like uh, another, a whole nother podcast that you guys have. You, you, you don't know. You don't know. Dr. Michelle, you messed with the right one. Dr. Michelle, call her. Tell her, call her. Call her. You don't know me, call her. Yeah, I'm telling you, she'll book the next flight tomorrow. That's how you don't know. I will be there. I don't, I don't, you know, anything that better me, you know, I would definitely always promote being, you know, being better, investing yourself. And I always tell people, I will never do anything. I will never, I will never actually do anything I won't do myself. Never. Absolutely. So I'm telling you, I, I, I invest in myself. I spent a lot of money the last couple of years investing in me. And, and and working on me. This is not, this is still a work in progress, but I'm so much better off than I was two years ago. So, yeah, yeah, that is then, so beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. Add up all the money you spend on all these items that you're trying to press people with. Add it up mm-hmm. and look at the price mm-hmm. that you're asking for. It's nothing to for you to invest in yourself and become a better person mm-hmm. and to make more money because you're going to be in a whole nother level you're going to come out of there ready to do it. And you're going to actually get to that level that you're going to spend so much money that these bags are going to be worth nothing for you no more. Because you have to yes. Absolutely. Just one last thing for, uh-huh. I do work with small businesses okay. and I want to tell you that the small businesses that I worked with in the pandemic, um, some of them actually went through the sell files program just because they just needed it because so mm-hmm. much of just shock and not really maybe knowing how to pivot during the pandemic. Um, they did that, but the way that they came to me was for me to help them scale in their business. And I am telling you, like, it makes my heart so happy when I can look at a business that was going to close and it didn't end up closing and we were able to not only save it, but they were able to pivot from it. So what you're saying about investing in yourself is major and you can like, you know, what we're asking and I'm just going to put it out there. When I invested like 10K in myself, I was sweating because that's where I was. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this has got to work. You know, I'm doing the numbers. I got to make this over. And that was what I was focused on because I had never invested that in me. I had somebody else invested in me, but I've never invested that. So then that 10K moves to a 15K and then and on and on. So let me tell you something. Right now, I welcome the 100K investment in myself whenever it comes because I'm so worth it. I'm so worth it. And even more and more than that, like I can't wait till I can invest 2 million in myself because that just says so much about my love for me. So I just wanted to say that to your your listeners. Oh, yes. That is and thank you. Oh, no, no. That is perfect. You know, thank you. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Carla, we'll get the last um, comments and then I'll do a couple things and we'll close out. Okay. Um, Melvina Beasley says, I love investing in myself. I'm going to the website after the show. All right. All right. Okay. Thank you. She said, sounds wonderful. We'll look for your retreat dates. Thank you, Melvina. Donna Pazant says, Regina, your wheels are always turning. (laughs) She knows me. I'm telling you. Melvina Beasley says, okay, don't leave me, ladies. We won't. (laughs) 
we gonna, we're gonna make this up. We're gonna do it together. Yep, absolutely. Kimberly Review says, so glad I was able to listen while I work. Been missing Aww. you all. Oh, yeah, I miss you too, Kimberly. That's a faithful, faithful listener. She listens to every, she watches or listens to every single show. So thank you, Kimberly. Thank you so much. Yes, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. oh, thank you. So we're going to go ahead and I'm going to do my business spotlight for the evening. Um, I'm so happy and proud to um, introduce you to Pan Am's. And this is a catering service is actually out of Durham, North Carolina. Um, mm -hmm. But he is working on getting his food truck now. So he'll be more mobile and be able to serve. He has great food. He does all occasions from weddings to class reunions to corporate business um, lunches, dinners, anything you need. He is available to you. Um, as you see, his information is right here. You could email him. Um, you could look at his Facebook as well as Instagram. And that's his phone number. Um, and so it's Pan Am's Catering. So if anybody interested, I taste the food myself and it is good. Um, and I would like to say is Pan Am's is actually my birth mother. He, uh, <laughs> that it was named after my birth mother. So yeah. So, but like I said, the food is good. So please, um, look out, check it out. Look at the social media. And you will not be disappointed. And this Leroy Morton is the chef. Leroy mm -hmm. Morton. So there you go. Um, next up is, as you know, and uh, Michelle, I don't think Michelle knows. I haven't talked to you in a while. I do have a book out that is for the help out. It's called Ring Out Your Sponge. When we ring oh. out. Oh, we ring out all your insecurities or everything we talked about today. We ring <laughs> out your fears. Um, and we are able to ring that out. So we're able to now absorb all your new processes, all your new thoughts, and all your new ideas. So this called Ring Out Your Sponge. So what I'm going to do, like I did last time, the first person who puts Ring Out Your Sponge in the comment section will win a book. I will personally send it to you. So the first person who puts Ring Out Your Sponge in the comments, I will recognize it and Carla would name it out and I will definitely get the book out to you. So that would be for tonight. So we're waiting for you. Ring Out Your Sponge. That's all you got to put and you get the book. It's okay. a great workbook. It's a great journal. It helps you out to sort out your thoughts and your ideas. So, oh, we got it. We got it. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, we got <laughs> is it on Amazon? Yes, it is. It's okay, on Amazon. good. Yes, Send me the information, Regina, and then I can put it on all of my um, media stuff to, oh, to go cool. check it out with the link, okay? I sure will. I'll send it to you definitely will. Yeah, so, um, and I have workshops as well that goes with the workbook, and I do those lives as well as virtual. Um, so if you're interested in having this for either, you know, any kind of women's group, empowerment group, churches, um, any kind of groups, anybody that's interested in changing their lives and living in their purpose, mm -hmm. living in their purpose, because we get it out so you can fill it up and then go out there and live your purpose, right? So that's the whole purpose of this book. So if you do, you know, you contact me, you know, let's talk 1943 at gmail.com or my website is www.letstalk1943.com. Very simple. 
So that is a less, uh, that's for ring out your sponge. Um, as you know that we are on anchor, so we are on six platforms on podcasts. So just like Kimley said, she had to listen to us today. If you need to listen to us and you're not able to watch us, please go to any platform from Apple to Google to Breaker to Anchor. Oh, we are on all platforms. It's Let's Talk 1943. Okay. And, and, um, you want to go ahead and let us know who won the book? Yep. It is Melvina Beasley. All right, Melvina. I got your book for you. I personally was signing too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Melvina. I really appreciate that. And we'll get that book to you and, um, let us know how you like it and what, you know, did it help you out? So our next show will be on April 24th and it's going to be, it's called Organization is the Key. Mm. And we have Kathy Perez that's going to be on the show and she's a professional organizer and she does it with a spiritual twist to it. Mm. So it's, it's a little different. It's not just the logistics of it, but she goes into your spiritual and, and kind of ties it in and help you understand why you're not organized. So um, she's going to be wonderful. I can't wait to talk to her as well. So before we close out, I would like to go around the horn and I'll start with our guest first. Dr. Michelle, you have anything to say before we leave out? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to your listeners and all the beautiful comments. Thank you to both of you ladies for what you're doing and just uplifting the community, uplifting the world and just motivating everyone to just be the best part of who they are. So thank you so much for, for, for having me and thank you so much for what you do. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. And then like I always say, God has blessed me and blessed Kala in the show in general to be have to have people like you on it. You know, uh, you know, it's not it's, it's not just given. Right. You know, you, you have to have connection with your guests as well. You know, I just don't have guests up here just because. You know, I want us to have a connection, and I'm blessed that you connected with me, and I'm blessed that you are. I mean, your accolades are amazing, and for you to hum, you know, to, to come on our show, I'm just humble. So thank you so much for coming here, Dr. Michelle. You're welcome. Absolutely. And so, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Michelle. Yeah. I just want to say, you don't look like what you've been going through. I just have to say that. And I, I'm just this powerful, your testimony and how you're, you know, speaking life to people, even in your own, when you're going through with the pain, you don't look at it at all. I just want to commend you. And thank you so much for sharing your gifts with the people out here and with everybody. Um, so thank you. Thank you for coming here. Thank you for sharing that with us. I appreciate you. Yeah, Thank we got a little you. extra. We got a little extra nuggets out of her today. She's preaching yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, My mother always said, "You shouldn't look how you feel." Like she yeah. taught this to us since we were little, little kids. You know, <laughs> so we do an extra just because we just don't want to wear on our face what we are going through. You yeah. know what I mean? So, um, but we mm -hmm. want to be truthful as well too. So, thank you for that. Oh, no problem. No problem. All right. Well, till next time, invite a friend. Let's talk again. Until next time, God bless. We love you. Thank you so much. Bye.